When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The 2016 Sonic Summerstock Playhouse. Each week, the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse brings you classic plays adapted and performed by some of the very best modern audio theatre production companies. I'm your presenter for this season, David Alt. Good evening and welcome to Sonic Summerstock Playhouse. I'm your announcer, David Alt, for this 2016 season. And tonight we have a very special performance for you. David Cummings and his No Sleep podcast players have provided another exciting show for our very special summer stage with an episode of that classic series, Lights Out. Written by the grandmaster of radio drama horror and suspense, Arch Obler. This evening's feature is based on the true story of serial killer H.H. Holmes and his Murder Castle, located in Chicago in the 1890s. So many women had homes swindled and killed for their money that even though the building is gone, it is said that his spirit and those of his victims still haunt the area. The original Lights Out series ran from 1936 until the summer of 1947 and was considered one of the earliest horror programs predating suspense and inner sanctum. So please, steal your nerve and prepare for evil most foul as I make way on the stage for the No Sleep podcast players... And tonight's feature, Murder Castle. I tell you, Captain, it doesn't make sense. We picked her up walking down the street, saying the same thing over and over again. She's as crazy as they come, I tell you. Listen to her yourself. Revenge, 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 revenge. Yeah, listen to her, Captain. Revenge, revenge, over and over again. Such a young and pretty girl. What could have made her crazy like that? Well, I ask you. Revenge, 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 revenge.
Yes, yes, what is it? I'm... I'm looking for Mr. George Stewart, if you please. Oh, you mean about the advertisement? Yes, that's right. I got here as soon as I could, and Oh, that's all right. It's all right. As long as you got here, that's all that matters. Uh, Come in. Come in. Oh, thank you. Just put your suitcase down there. It'll be all right. Thank you. Now, if you'll come right this way. Thank you. Just step in here, Miss... uh... Malone. Ella Malone. Yes, of course, Miss Malone. Now then, you'll have a chair, please. Thank you. There we are. Now then, Miss Malone. Uh, To be perfectly frank with you, I wasn't quite expecting you today. Oh, I'm truly sorry, Mr. Stewart. But you see, I took the wrong train and I... Well, I had the hardest time finding the house. I do hope you'll forgive me. Of course, of course. Don't give it another thought. Promptness may be a virtue, (laughs) but we can't all be virtuous, now can we? Ah, now then, you're here in answer to my advertisement. Yes, sir. You wrote me. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. You're the young lady from... From Cranesville. Ah, yes, Cranesville. That was, uh, Iowa, wasn't it? Oh, no, sir. Ohio. Of course, of course. How stupid of me to forget. Yes, yes, I remember now. I wrote you a letter. Yes, sir. Now then, you're the young lady who wanted a position as my secretary, wasn't that it? Yes, sir. And I do appreciate the opportunity you've given me, sir. Oh, not at all, not at all. You have my letter with you? Oh, yes, sir. Right here, sir. Oh, yes. Uh, Orphan, business, school, yes, yes. You'll do very nicely. I'll do my best, sir. Now then, uh, your friends know you came here, of course? There's no one very much interested, Mr. Stewart. Oh, come now. A pretty young girl like you. No young bows and so on and so on. No, sir, there's no one. I mean, sir... You can depend on me to give all my attention to my work. Oh, very commendable. Very commendable indeed. My work, as I wrote you, is entirely confidential. My philanthropies are, to a great extent, entirely sub rosa. No fuss, no feathers. You understand what I mean? Oh, yes, sir. As my secretary, my affairs will be entirely in your hands. My checking account, my finances, and so on and so on, entirely in your care. I understand, sir. It's uh, quite a responsibility, and you're quite a young woman, and as I wrote you, the bank... uh... Oh, yes, sir, I understand. The bond. I've brought the money for it. Oh, oh, you have... Yes, sir. Three hundred dollars. I've got it right here, sir. Fine, fine. That's very businesslike. Yes, indeed. I'll give you a receipt, and there will be. Mr. Stewart. Yes? Oh, my pen. Uh, ah, yes, here we are. My money. I 
will get it back from the bank any time I leave your employ. I mean, when you want me to. Oh, of course, of course. Now then, here you are. Received of Miss Nellie Malone. Ella. Ah, yes, of course. Ella. Memory isn't quite what it used to be. <laughs> That's why I need a good secretary. I'm very good at remembering things. Oh, are you? Now, now then, there we are. I guess this receipt is in good order. Received of Miss Ella Malone, $300 to be deposited with the Merchant's Bank as surety bond and to be returned to said Ella Malone upon request. And there's my signature. Now then, how's that? I'm sure that will do very well, sir. And I want you to know that I do appreciate your giving me this chance to... Oh, now, now, I assure you the honor is mine. Giving a youngster an opportunity to rise in the business world, it's little enough to do. You're very kind. Now then, you've got my receipt, but I... <laughs> oh, oh, I beg your pardon. Oh, not at all, not at all. Oh, my purse, I, I have it right here. I, I am sorry. Well, I understand the excitement of your trip. Here it is, Mr. Stewart. You see, I had it already in an envelope. If you'll open it... Oh, no, no, the, the bank can do that when I send it to them in the morning. Uh, but... My dear Miss Malone, if you say there's $300 in that envelope, that's all that's necessary as far as I'm concerned. Now, just put your purse down there and I'll show you through your new home. Yes, Mr. Stewart. Now, we'll go right up these stairs. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, you'll find I have quite a place here, three stories high, and every inch of it my own design. Rather dark. Ooh. Careful now, careful. I'm all right. Mustn't hurt yourself. <laughs> Hardly the way to start a new job. Now then, here we are. Take you to your room and there you'll be. My suitcase. Oh, no, no, never mind. Bring it up later. No hurry. Right down the hall. Yes, sir. Got a nice room for you. A very nice. Fact of the matter is, you can choose any room on this floor. But, Mr. Stewart, your daughters... Daughters? Yes, won't they object? You just said any room. Oh, yes, my daughters. I did write you about them, didn't I? Yes, you did. Well, never mind about them. They're upstairs, studying. Now, right here. I suggest that you take this room, at least for tonight. Whatever you say, Mr. Stewart. Get the light on. Oh, there we are. Nice, isn't it? Yes. It's... it's very nice. Go on in. Look around. Well, I... Oh, go right ahead. It's going to be your room for quite some time to come, you know. All right. Now then, 
go on in. Further, it's going to be all yours after all. Make sure you like it. I've never had such a large room. If you've got one a little smaller... On the contrary, my dear Miss Malone, you'll find this one small enough. Perhaps a little too small? <laughs> yes, indeed entirely too small. But Mr. Stewart... Locking the door. Mr. Stewart? Why did you... Mr. Stewart? Why did you lock the door? Mr. Stewart? Oh, Mr. Stewart, why have you shut me in here? Mr. Stewart, please! Please answer me! Oh, Mr. Stewart, please let me out of here! Oh, Mr. Stewart, let me out of here! Let me out! Let me out! It's getting dark in here. The lights, Mr. Stewart! Let me out! Miss Nord, there's no doubt in my mind at all that you're the very person I want to employ as my housekeeper. I'm very glad to hear that, Mr. Stewart. Of course, the matter of being housekeeper of a place as large as mine calls for definite qualities. You understand, of course. I always do my best, sir. And one certainly can't ask for more than that. No, indeed. Your wife? Maybe she'd like to talk to me? Wife? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. I wrote you about my wife, didn't I? Yes, sir. Uh, my wife is out shopping. As soon as she returns, you'll meet her. I'm sure she'll find your recommendations as satisfactory as I did. It makes me very happy. I've always wanted to work in a fine house. About money... Oh, any salary you want to pay me, Mr. Stewart, is all right. I just want a chance to show you how good I can do your work. Very commendable, yes, indeed, very commendable. But we must agree on a salary. I'm the sort of man who has respect for money and expects a similar respect in others. Oh, yes, and uh, speaking of money... You'll be wanting to open a new bank account, I suppose. Bank account? Uh, yes. It's my principle that everyone employed by me should have a savings account. Builds character, you know. I'll open an account for you in the morning, and you can transfer any other bank accounts you have back in your hometown up to my bank. Convenience, you know. Oh, no, sir. I haven't got that. Eh? I haven't any money in the bank back home. I took it all out. Oh. It wasn't much anyway. What was left of father's insurance money after my... my mother died? Ah, yes. Uh, now then, supposing you leave all your things here and we'll go look over the house. That would be very nice. Here, uh, right through this door. 
I'll be glad to be working in such a big house. Uh, right this way. Oh yes, uh, quite an establishment here. Designed it all myself. I'll work hard, Mr. Stewart. Oh yes, yes, I'm certain you will. Uh, now then, right down these stairs. I'll show you everything downstairs first. You have a washing machine? Huh? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, everything. Modern, everything convenient. High, wide basement. There you are. Now, watch yourself. It's just a little dark down here this time of day. Oh, it is a big basement, all right. I could hang up plenty of washing down here. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. If you come this way. You... you building something down here? Building? Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Always building, always changing, always remodeling. Change, change, change. My hobby, you know, always changing things. How to keep clean. Now, now, don't you worry about that. Everything will be cleaned up in short order. Bags of sand and concrete and concrete mixer, everything will be out of the way. Won't bother you at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Right this way. You... you're making more rooms? Yes, yes indeed. With nice, clean, concrete floors. Here, uh, look at this one. Kind of dark. Oh, come on, come on, get closer. All my own work. You, you see, the floor's still wet. I like concrete, don't you? Yes, it is clean. Yes, covers everything. You know how deep that concrete is? Three feet deep. Yes, ma'am, three feet deep. And I just poured it an hour before you honored me with your presence. Three feet. That'll make a mighty thick slab of stone, won't it, Miss Nord? Thick enough to cover you. Oh. Oh, yes, indeed. A fist to the point of the jaw is still a most effective soporific. Oh, you're quite a heavy woman, my dear Miss Nord. Up you go. <laughs> Face down in wet concrete. <laughs> what an unusual bed you lie in, Miss Nord. Sinking down and down and down. <laughs> that concrete will harden and I... Oh... I guess I'll have to get myself a new housekeeper. <laughs> Is this the employment agency? 
This is Mr. Stewart, Mr. George Stewart. I'm interested in employing a nurse for my child. Someone preferably unattached who can live here with my wife and myself. Uh, No, no, just send me their names, addresses and references, so on, and I'll send you a check for the services. Uh, My address is 424 East 7th. Yes, yes, just just their names and addresses. Yes, yes, I'll send you a check. Goodbye. Yes, yes, I'll be there, I'll be there. Yes, yes, what is it? Is Mr. Stewart in? Ah, uh, yes, uh, yes indeed. Won't you come in? I'm Mr. Stewart. Thank you. You're answering in regard to... Secretarial position. You wrote me a letter. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Won't you step in here, please? Thank you. Now, you sit there, and I'll sit here, and we'll get better acquainted. Put your suitcase any place... Now then, I'm afraid I didn't quite get your name. Ray. Betty Ray. You wrote me. Oh, yes, of course. I remember you distinctly. Now then, you're from... Grayston. I hope that everything is the way you said it would be in your letter, Mr. Stewart. Eh? I mean, I hope you haven't changed your mind about me. Oh, not at all, not at all. I'm in definite need of a good secretary, my philanthropies, you know, and you're unquestionably just the person to take matters in hand. Yes, indeed. I'm glad to hear that. Now then, you have my letter to you, just to sort of refresh my memory on the circumstances, don't you know? Oh, I'm sorry. Eh? I didn't bring it with me. Oh, well, then uh, suppose you tell me a little more about yourself and all that's happened. Mother and father see you off to the train, I suppose. Oh, no, sir. It's the way I wrote you, Mr. Stewart. I'm quite alone. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Well, I'm sure you'll find everything here quite to your satisfaction. Restful, quiet, I have quite a place here, you know. I'll show you around in a few moments. That'll be very interesting. Ah, yes, but first, there's the matter of the surety bond. I wrote you about that, didn't I? Yes, you did. Oh, yes, I felt quite certain of that. You understand, of course, that this money will be returned to you by the bank at the time you wish to leave my employment. Fair is fair, that's what I always say. Yes, indeed. Mr. Stewart, I was wondering... Yes? Have you had many secretaries? Why do you ask that? I want to know. But why do you ask that question? And what happens to them after you hire them? Tell me what happens to them! Young woman, who are you? 
My name is Betty Malone. Malone? Betty Malone. My sister Ella came here a month ago about a job, and I want to know where she is, you hear me? I want to know where she is! I don't think I quite know what you're talking about. Why do you lie to me? Why do you lie to me? She was here. She was. Now then, what makes you so sure? A letter. You wrote her, the first one. I waited a whole month, and then I came here. As soon as I saw you, I thought something was wrong. And now I know there is. My sister Ella, where is she? You've got to tell me. What if I tell you again that I don't know what you're talking about? I'll go to the police. They'll make you tell the truth. I know she came here. I know she did. Oh. <laughs> Why do you laugh? Why? Because you're being a very foolish young lady. Very foolish. There is no need to get excited. <laughs> of course your sister's here. Very happy, too. She's... She's here? Yes, yes, and very happy too. Then take me to her. Oh, please, take me to her. All right, all right. No need to get excited. Of course, I'll take you to her. <laughs> I intended to all along. It's just having a little joke with you. Is she all right? Is she... Oh, of course, of course. Now then, come right along with me. Come right along with me. Yes, yes, she's right up here. Been with me for over a month. Why didn't she write? Why didn't she tell me? Now then, write down this hall and you can ask her that for yourself. This isn't a trick, is it? My dear young lady, you have easily the most suspicious mind of anyone I've ever met. I'm quite a helpless old man. You always have recourse, as you put it, to the police. Here we are, right in this room. What? What's she doing in there? It's her room. She's slightly indisposed. Go right in. All right. It's... it's locked. Well, knock on the door and she'll open it for you. Ella, it's Betty. Let me in, darling. It's Betty. Hmm, must be asleep. Ella, please. It's Betty. Your sister, Betty. Well, now, certainly is a tight sleeper. But she can't be sleeping. Open the door. Please open the door. All right, all right now. No reason to get excited. Got the key right here. Quickly, open the door. Quickly. Now, now, don't excite yourself needlessly. There we are. Go ahead. You open the door. Ella, it's Betty. Ella. What?
dear Betty, we understand each other clearly, don't we? Ella, dead. Oh, nothing like a complete understanding, now is there? Dead. Oh, it wasn't so difficult. I shut the door, sealed it, <laughs> and nature took care of the rest. Mother in heaven. But she died quite easily. Much easier than others. Why? You mean, why do I do it? It's a very simple explanation, young woman. This is my business. Business? Yes, yes, my business. Some men make their fortune in stocks, and some in bonds, and some in business. And this is my business. Why? Why? Why is any business conducted? Profit, my dear. And I've made quite a neat little profit. Oh, yes, and a very safe one, too. Ella, my sweet. You're the very first to come wandering about looking for one of my <laughs> customers. The first, and I assure you, the last. Thirty women have come in my front door. Ella. Thirty-one, including you and Ella. Come on along, I'll tell you all about them. You will find it most instructive, yes indeed. Don't hold my arm. But I must, these corridors, they twist and turn. Yes, it's best I hold your arm. Get lost easily around this house. My most interesting house. Where are you taking me? Yes, there were thirty before you. Most interesting array. I used to read the want ads in small town papers, and then I'd write letters. Almost oh, interesting letters. I needed a secretary, or a housekeeper, or a nurse, an excellent salary, unusual accommodations. Somehow, Ella, I knew this had happened. Yes, indeed, and they brought all their worldly belongings with them. Generally in a suitcase. A little here and a little there. I assure you, it has been most profitable. Now, in this room, for example... No, no. Don't open that door. Oh, uh, no. No, perhaps it would be better not to. The one in here came to be my housekeeper. Let me see. How long ago was it? Well, no matter. She came as a housekeeper, and after she went into retirement in that room, I found in her suitcase such interesting bonds. I tell you, my eyes fairly popped from my head. Ah, yes, it's, it's the uncertainty 
that makes my little business so very fascinating. You killed 30 women. Now, let's go down a little way. Now, uh, down here. Don't make me pull you along. You killed 30 women. It wasn't difficult. Most women are such fools, anxious to believe what they want to believe. They came here for life, and you gave them death. Ah, you're a smart one. That's why I'm even bothering showing you my work. I never did the others, and showing you around won't do harm. You won't be talking long. A thing like you, and thirty women died. Now, in this room... Oh, let me open it and show you. No. No, don't make me look. (laughs) You see... There's no reason for excitement. An empty room. That's what she thought when she went in here. Then I pressed this button. (gasps) And the trapdoor flopped open as she stood on it. And down she went. Down, down, guess into what? It of lime. A thing like you alive. I tried out so many different ways of killing them. You wonder why they'll never find me out. I'll tell you why. Because I'm much too smart for all of them. Because I figured everything out in order, logically. Oh, not perfect crimes, no, nothing infantile. But just cleverness in choosing the women I do business with, and an equal cleverness in doing away with them. Oh, yes, indeed. You, and my dearest Ella. Ella, 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 what does she matter? Just another... You have got to listen to me. No one else has ever known it, never whispered it before and never again. Why speak of Ella when I'm telling you about my cleverness? It isn't right for you to live. You're not the judge of living and dying in this place. I am. Oh, now then. What was I telling you? Oh, yes, why they'll never get me. Why my business will go on and on until I have more money than... (sighs) No matter that. I want to tell you how I did it. Ella, somehow seeing you like that, it's done things to my head. No corpus delicti. And if there is one, no evidence of violence there. That's the secret. Were you very frightened, sister? A barrel of quicklime. There's no corpus delicti after that, I tell you. (laughs) Not when you bury them in a slab of concrete. Ah, yes, that's the secret. 
If I could only have been with you, little sister. And now this room. Let me show it to you. I think this will be your room, my dear. So very frightened. You see the door. Uh, airtight. Airtight, yes indeed. I'll open it. The room. Amazing sight, isn't it? No doors, no windows. <laughs> but then there's quite a scarcity of windows in my house. Or haven't you noticed that? If I could have helped you, Ella. Ah, but this is a clever room. I'll shut you up inside it. And then I'll close the door and press this button here. Like this. You hear that, little one? You hear that? Pumping, 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 and guess what? It's pumping. Oh, Ella. Ella, my head. Air. You hear me pumping the air out of the room. Yes, that's clever, isn't it? You breathe, and soon there'll be nothing there to breathe. And then you'll die. And if the police do find your body, no mark of violence, nothing but asphyxiation, a most mysterious death, they'll say. And in time, they'll decide it's all quite natural. Embolism, heart attack, oh, they'll think up a fancy name to clear their files. Yes, indeed, they always do. It isn't right for him to live, is it, Ella? Now, first, off with the pump. And now, my dear, I think you'd better step inside. And quickly now, so I can close the door and go about my other work. Quickly, I tell you. No, wait! Wait for what? I want to give you something. What can you give me that doesn't belong to me already? This! A gun? Get in there! In the room! You had a gun in your purse all the time. My father's. I brought it for the man who... Ella... Get in that room. No, no, don't, don't shoot. I, I'm an old, harmless man. I was only fooling. I wouldn't hurt you. I... Revenge. It's right to revenge. Isn't it, Ella? He said to press this button, Ella. The pump. It's running, Ella. Listen to it. It's killing him the way he killed you. It's right to revenge, isn't it, little sister? Right to revenge. 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 The air. It's going out. Shut off that motor out there. You hear me? 
Shut off that motor. It's pumping out the air. Pumping it out. The pipe. Air. Going out. I, I, I can't reach the pipe. Shut it off, you devil out there. Shut it off. It will kill me. Kill me. I'll give you anything, anything you want. Shut off that bomb. I can't die. I won't die. I'll tear the walls down. Let me out of here. Air. A man's got to have air. Let me out! Let me out! Breath. My ears can't hear. Drums breaking. Blood in my mouth. My eyes. pretty girl. What could have made her crazy like that? What, I ask you? And that's tonight's show. Thanks so much to David Cummings and the No Sleep Podcast players. Please check their original horror tales at thenosleeppodcast.com. Next week at the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse, we welcome back the Shadowland players and Electric Vicuna Productions with their rendition of the pilot episode of the screwball comedy My Friend Irma. 
The Sonic Summerstock Playhouse 2016 is a collection of classic radio scripts with modern productions. All rights to the scripts and productions of the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse remain strictly within the copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Join us again here in the Enchanted Grove in Halifax, Nova Scotia for the Sonic Summerstock Playhouse 2016 next week. Until then, I'm David Alt. Good night. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.